So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd. I'm the psych pastor at Father's House, Jeffy's Bay. And this morning, we're going to continue our series on how to encounter God through the names of God. And today we'll be looking at a name of God that reveals his eternal nature. A name of God that reveals his eternal nature. And that is the name El Olam. Yahweh El Olam. You see, when God reveals himself to us as this name, as this Yahweh El Olam, it means that he is the everlasting God. It means that he is the God of eternity, the God of the universe, the ancient of days, uh, and the one who is outside of time. It's a great insight into the nature of God when we observe him as the one who was, the one who is, and the one who is to come. Our God is eternal. He is everlasting. And there are quite a few instances in scripture where we see God revealing himself to us in this way. Um, either through a prayer that someone prays to God or a statement that God makes about himself. And I'm sure some of us are already thinking about some scriptures that come to mind when we consider this, this name of God, this everlasting, eternal one. And perhaps we could share them with one another in the comment section uh, this morning as we go. But the first instance, in fact, where we, where we see God revealing himself to us in this way is in Genesis chapter 21 which is the account of when Abraham makes a treaty or a, a, um, a covenant with Abimelech, who's the commander of the army. Uh, and it goes on to, to kind of recount the rest of the story in Genesis 21 verse 32, where it says, So they made a covenant at Beersheba. Um, then Abimelech and Phicol, or Pycol, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce their names, um, the commander of the army rose up and returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba. And called there on the name of the Lord, the everlasting God. That's the first time we see in scripture where God is, is revealed to us in this way. Then on the other end of scripture, we have this verse in Revelation 4 verse 8. This is John's account uh, of the vision that he received from the Lord. And in this context, this is what heaven looks like. And he says this in Revelation 4 chapter 8. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all round and within. And day and night they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. So right throughout scripture, we see God revealed as the everlasting one to us. But the passage that I want to focus on this morning is from Isaiah chapter 26. And then I want to share a few thoughts um, with you around how this name of God helps us encounter him as his followers in the world. The key, the key passage that I want to focus on is Isaiah 26 verses 3 to 4. I'm sure many of us have heard this verse. And in fact, Father's House Church has a worship song that's based on this particular scripture. It says this, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And then it goes on to say in verse four, trust in the Lord forever for the Lord God is an everlasting rock, an everlasting rock. You know, when we think of God as our everlasting rock, it immediately gives us confidence, doesn't it? You know, when we come to God, we come to a relationship with the person of Jesus who was before all things. He will be after all things. He is the uncreated one because he was there right from the very beginning. That's someone who we can confidently put our trust in, not so. You know, you, and when it comes to building our lives on something trustworthy and something steadfast, you want to build your life on a rock, don't you? Not on things like sand. And we all know that wonderful story in Matthew. But James chapter 1 verse 17 puts it, you know, God is not someone who changes like the shifting shadows. He's constant through every generation. 
And so whenever we feel unsure about who to go to when life throws us, some, throws us something, just remember that Yahweh El Olam, the God everlasting, has already seen it. He's already been there. And he will be there when it's gone. And that gives us confidence and hope, doesn't it? You know, when we consider God in this way as our eternal father, it also produces a humility in us, doesn't it? When we think that God, who is outside of time, chose to send his son into the human timeline to rewrite our history and save us and call us friends, we are immediately humbled at the sheer magnitude and, and of the riches of God's love and his grace and his mercy toward us. It makes us echo the psalmist who said in Psalm 8, verse 3 to 4, When I look at the heavens and the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, this is, this is, the, this is the creator God, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? You know, recognizing God as Al Olam, Yahweh Al Olam, really creates a sense of humility that God who, who re- that God rescues us, who, you know, we didn't even know that we needed him, yet he stepped into the human timeline. He sent his son in our place to rescue us and ransom us and to reconcile us back to him. And then the final thought, I guess, as we consider this aspect of God's nature, that we have an eternal future to look forward to. That's also really important, is that because God is eternal, we have an eternal future to look forward to with him as well. It helps shape our our perspective on earth, doesn't it? So kind of, if you wanted to summarize it, you could say that the first thing that, that this name of God does in us is that it gives us a confidence to trust him that he's, that he's eternal. It also creates a humility in us to recognize with gratitude uh, the magnitude of the riches of his grace, this gift that he's given us. And then it also helps change our perspective while we're here on earth. You know, when we remind ourselves that we are not living for earthly purposes, but for eternal ones, it certainly produces a change of perspective in us in terms of how we view things around us how we treat people around us, how we choose to lay up our treasures as well. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says these words in Matthew 6, verse 19 to 21. He says, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. May we be reminded that the choice we have this morning, whether we decide to store up for ourselves treasures on earth or treasures in heaven, um, is, one, is, is an important one. And we should make it with this eternal perspective in mind that Yahweh El Olam is an everlasting God. And so we should invest into heaven. We should invest into eternity as best we can now while we have the opportunities that God gives us every single day. We need to recognize that the word of the Lord endures forever. Everything else will fade away, but the word of the Lord endures forever. So let's keep an eternal perspective on how we spend our time this morning and today, how we view our relationships, even how we handle our money, all with a mindset of investing into eternity where we will spend the rest of our lives honoring and worshiping the one who is everlasting, Yahweh El Olam. So I hope that encourages you this morning, something to think about, as we start our day, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close for us in a word of prayer and then um, send us on out to enjoy the rest of our Tuesday together um, as a family. So let's, let's uh, do that this morning. Yeah, Father, we thank you so much for a refreshing perspective uh, as we remind ourselves that you are the everlasting God. 
Thank you, Lord, that you give us opportunities to invest into eternity today. And we pray that by your spirit, you would give us wisdom. Would you guide us in those moments to recognize that we should be laying up for ourselves, storing up for ourselves treasures in heaven. Help us be wise with how we spend our time, spend our resource, handle our relationships, how we pursue things in this life, Father, being mindful of the eternity that we will spend with our eternal one. Thank you that this name gives us confidence uh, to, to trust you, Father, to go to you. Thank you that it also produces a humility in us, Lord, just in awe, in wonder uh, of the greatest gift that mankind could ever receive, that gift of salvation that was freely purchased by Christ Jesus on the cross. Help us live in this way, Father, as we glorify you with everything that we do and everything that we are. And we honor you for this and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.